Oh, there's that. Three, two, one. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Welcome to another exciting, action-packed, fun-filled episode of Midlife Hockey Crisis, the Beer League Podcast. My name is TJ Hollingsworth, joined, as always, by the man, the myth, the legend, the man who painted our logo on our local ECHL's ice right on the blue line two days ago. I'm talking about Dave the Dangler Dickerson. What's Dave, up, good man? morning. What's, What's up, up man? everybody? Hi. Yes, I did. I, I put our Landers logo on the uh, ECHL ice. You got, you got the Highlanders logo, which for those of you who may not know, that is our, our, our traveling monster D-League uh, tournament team. And then you managed to get Midlife Hockey Crisis right across one of the blue lines, too. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Yeah, so if you take a look at the pictures, yeah, Midlife Hockey Crisis. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, man, we got to represent. You got to. You got to represent the brand, especially when you got ECHL out there. Thousands right. of people are going to see it. Yeah, it was really cool. <laughs> Well, folks, we have got a great show lined up today, but before we do that, we've got to talk about our sponsors. Those are the people that keep this happening. Let's start off with winningsynthetics.com. You've heard me say it once. You've heard me say it five times. You can't get to the hockey game without transportation. That transportation is going to require some type of lubrication. I don't care if you are getting to the game on a Zamboni, a motorcycle, a moped, a scooter, an SUV, uh, an 18-wheeler. You're going to need oil for that. And we'd like you to please stop by winningsynthetics.com, your one stop for all things AMSOIL. If they don't make it, friends, you don't need it. When you make a purchase from there, a little teeny tiny bit of that comes back to us and helps us pay the bills, keep this show on the air. Also, let's not forget our good friends at thehockeyarsenal.com, the number one manufacturer, in my opinion, of beer league hockey sticks. You want to talk about bang for your buck, uh, you can pick up the Covet, which is the stick I use. Absolutely love it. Nice, lightweight, carbon fiber stick. For under $120, that's a good deal, but I'm going to show you how you can get it for under 100 bucks by simply using promo code MIDLIFE, all capital letters, MIDLIFE, M-I-D-L-I-F-E. Wrap that in there, and you're going to get out of there with 15% off anything they sell. They've got sticks, of course. They've got a brand-new one coming out very soon. We'll talk about that shortly. Uh, jerseys, pox, all kinds of cool stuff, all kinds of neat swag. Dave, I know you're kind of into that kind of thing. You yeah, love it. a little bit of a junkie. Well, just a little bit of a gear. Yeah, they have some cool stuff, too. They do. The hats are cool. Mine was so cool, somebody liberated it from me. Oh, nice. Somebody borrowed it. So there's another one out there in the world. There's one flying around somewhere here in central India, and I have no idea where. Well, today, friends, we are recording this episode from the fuel tank. We are literally steps away from the dormitory where our beloved Indy Fuel are doing whatever it is they do when they're not playing hockey. And uh, just got off the ice, a little stick and puck time, got up a good sweat, good workout, but looking forward to this for a long time this is a, a guest i've been wanting to have on the podcast since we decided to do this you'll catch her on instagram as bluebird 1401 her friends all call her jessica jessica welcome to midlife hockey crisis what's up guys how are you i'm hey. doing good how are you doing awesome trying Ready? to rehydrate now jessica you are uh mm-hmm. you're are you an emt is that correct yeah okay yep. i know there's emts paramedics and everybody gets really offended when you call them wrong so you're an emt so you definitely have a medical background. When it comes to rehydrating after losing gallons and gallons of sweat, would you put Barks Red Cream Soda at the top of that list or no? Absolutely. All right. That's why I like to hear. Jessica, right. you can be on the show now anytime we you want. We can carry on. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jessica, the reason I wanted to have you on is because you are kind of, oh, I don't know. I don't want to say a unicorn when it comes to the beer league hockey world, but you're certainly uh, in the minority, meaning you're a young lady who is picked up the game uh, at the adult level. I'll just tell everybody you are, uh, you are just a slightly over 30 years of age, which is still a child in my eyes. But you're, uh, yep. you, you just picked the game up. 
uh, just a little bit about your background. Not only are you a first responder, but you're a veteran, so happy belated Veterans Day. Thank uh, you so much. You're a single mom, and yes. you're holding down the career, and oh, yeah, by the way, you just started playing hockey less than a year ago. Walk us through that. How in the world did you end up from fighting for your country to playing hockey with a bunch of beer chuggers? Well, uh, honestly, that's a, a tough question for me to answer. I don't really know, to tell you the truth. <laughs> um, I used to play uh, soccer. I made it to the pro level in that. Um, and then when I got done with that is when I joined the military. I got out of team sports, which is something that I grew up with, so I loved it my whole life. Um, found that I was missing it. Um, wanted to start playing another team sport once I got out of the military, but I actually got pregnant instead. <laughs> uh, so after after that whole ordeal was over, I found myself being kind of fat. So I got into bodybuilding, which I thought I would love, but I actually hated it because <laughs> it wasn't uh, it wasn't meeting that like team sports right. thing that I was craving to get into. Um, and at the same time, I was realizing that I hated it. I moved to South Carolina, and I, I don't know what happened, but I ran into some hockey boys here, and they were like, why don't you come out and play? And I was like, I've never put ice skates on before in my life. Um, but uh, they threw me into C League beer hockey over here, and I've been doing it ever since. So, now, so I live with it and kept going on. And no offense to anyone that laces up the skates in South Carolina, but when you think of where <laughs> hockey is really booming in the United States, South Carolina is probably not going to be at the top of the list. So the fact yeah. that you found a place to play down there is pretty amazing. So let me yeah, back I, up here. You just kind of yeah. skipped over something, Jessica. You, did, you were a professional soccer player. Yes. Tell us yes, about that. Right. that yeah. That's a little different twist on everything. Right. I mean, coming from a <laughs> pro-level athlete, and, and I hear you kind of laughing there, but for those of us that have never been pro-level anything, to reach that pinnacle, that you know that that demands and garners some respect right off the top of the bat. Tell us about that. Yeah, well, um, I started playing when I was a kid. Um, I have an older brother who played, and I kind of followed in his footsteps, literally with everything that I've done in my life. He was military. He works, uh, he's a paramedic. Like, I literally follow that guy, um, like, to the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I started playing soccer because I – was just naturally good at it not to boast about anything about myself but um i found myself being really really good at it and um whenever i find a sport that i like i get overly obsessed with it case in point hockey um but i played with soccer back in the day and i played all day every day i skipped prom i skipped you know homecoming everything to go play soccer instead and eventually it paid off and uh when i was 16 almost 17 i got scouted for um a Manchester team in England. So I went and played with the uh, women over there for a little bit. Um, it didn't last too long. The team actually got uh, dismembered or whatever the word is. So they shut the team down. Wait, wait a minute. A bit, like, <laughs> wow, what are you this is getting more here? interesting. <laughs> yeah, they, uh, they decided that women's soccer wasn't bringing in a lot of money. Uh, Manchester United, uh, which I know everybody pretty much knows that. Sure. Huge. That's where David Beckham came from. Uh, Name sounds familiar. Yeah, that team, <laughs> that team uh, was making more money, so the manager of the team was just like, hey, girls, so sorry, we're going to cut the team off. You can go try out for other teams next season. Here's a water bottle as a parting gift. Peace out. <laughs> so that was, that was pretty much the extent. So I played pro soccer, but only for, uh, I would say, like, hardly even a full season. I think he ended it maybe two months before the Women's World Cup thing, or not World Cup, the uh, Euro Cup that we would play in. 
Well, my, in all that, yet here you sit on a uh, on a uh, podcast with a couple of couple of scrubs, and you're out there playing beer league hockey. That's that is quite the story. Your story gets better the more I learn about it. This is this is yeah. this may go a little longer than twenty minutes at the rate we're going. So, no, fine with me. so, so you're what what was it about hockey in particular? I mean, where, what was the thing that led you to say, hey, you know what, I need to go get some skates? Was it was it running into some of these guys you're talking about and, and watching a couple of games? I mean. What was your exposure to ice hockey well, before you started playing? Yeah, I've always been a fan of hockey. I've always loved it. Um, I mean, I love my, like I said, I followed my brother and everything. So he was a Rangers fan. I started off being a Ranger fan, you know, back in uh, Mark Matthews Day, Brian mm-hmm. Beach, Mike Richter, those guys. Uh, fell in love with it then. Then, of course, I saw Marty Broder play. Um, and as you can tell by my Instagram, I'm a that's with that man. I saw the picture. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. That, that was yeah, that's so awesome. As soon as I watched him, the very first game I ever watched him play, honestly, I can't even remember who he was playing against, but I saw him in that, and I was like, oh, man, screw the Rangers. I'm a devil man all the way. So, uh, I, you know, I've just been watching them, you know, do pretty horrible for my whole life. And uh, <laughs> I never really got the, the nerve to play, I guess. And then obviously I've never lived in a place that had that was big in hockey, so I never really – explored it you know soccer took a lot of my life here but then as soon as like these guys that I ran into there I've always been kind of like a girl who's like hey not a lot of girls this so I have to do it type of deal right um I think maybe in our beer league here I want to say there's maybe three or four girls that play in the entire league of of A, B, C, D. I think there's only a handful of girls so I learned that there wasn't a lot of girls playing and so I was like oh yeah definitely (laughs) I'm in and I YouTube how to play. Like, I've taught myself everything I know. And, I mean, it's not a lot, but I'm pretty much self-taught in the sport. And the guys I play with now be on their team, and they're like, you don't care how crappy of a player you are, you're going to play. So I was like, all right. And then just, you know, kind of never looked back after that day. So looking back from uh, from your, your professional soccer days, was there anything you found that transferred over from – uh, running around on grass to to skating. I, I would think there not, would be not a single thing. N- nothing. No, no. <laughs> no it's, it's way way different. Um, at least for me, uh, there was I was I looked like Bambi on the ice, like that scene in Bambi where he, he oh, yeah. steps out onto the frozen lake and he falls flat on his face. Yeah, that was me for months. Pretty um, sure we, my, we we've all been there. Yeah, was, some, of still, all, I mean, <laughs> some of us still. some of us still visit. Adult, <laughs> well, being an adult and skating that bad in front of these boys that have like, you know, they played D-League hockey or like, you know, uh, college hockey. So right. on AHL teams. Like we have an AHL team here and some of those boys would be on the ice and here I am flat on my face. And I'm just like, <laughs> oh, Lord. But I mean, even my child, like she plays and she skates amazing for her age and she's like, mom, I'm faster than you and she can fly right past and I'm like on my butt again every time I go on to it. But yeah, absolutely no correlation whatsoever between soccer and hockey. So I, I'm interested. Um, one of the things anybody that looks at your Instagram is going to notice is your physique. You'd mentioned you were uh, – were you doing NPC? Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, that, that's kind of one of the first things I noticed about you because my wife does the same thing. She's She's okay. gone through all that. So when you talk about, uh, about the likes and dislikes of it, I can relate to that. I, I tell people, I go, bodybuilding is one of the few sports that when it actually comes time to compete, you're pretty much – done there's nothing really you yep. can do to improve what happened yep. your 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 season you're leading up to it was really where you're competing 
After that, it's just a matter of some people that don't like you and don't really care about you passing judgment on you, which I never got that appeal of the sport, but whatever. We'll, we'll bash uh, bodybuilding on another day. <laughs> so, I really have no idea why I even started doing it. I'm like, I'm glad I did. It's learning experience. Everything is learning from it. Like, sure. Off, off well, and not to mention, I, the one good thing about the discipline certainly helps. And, I, and I've got to think mm-hmm. that, that some of that lower body strength you're able to develop has helped you on the ice. Have you, have you noticed that or am I just making stuff yes, up? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah, I, I think the funniest thing about it is um, the guys that don't know me that we play against. Um, like in my hockey career, you can't really tell that I have a good base. So when they see right. me, they just see like somebody with pigtails, others throw on the ice. I'm going to destroy her. And it's like, they'll try to push me over and I don't go anywhere. And they're like, what the hell? And they'll like, she kind of push me down and, and I hold my own on the ice. And uh, it's it's funny to watch their faces go from, oh man, she's she's tougher than I thought she was. So yeah, I definitely <laughs> like, I like the muscle base that I have and that I got that from bodybuilding. I'll never be upset with that part of it. Right. Well, here's something I like to ask all the uh, the lady players we have on here. What has been the reaction with with friends or coworkers or acquaintances or people you run into other other women you run into that don't know anything about hockey and then find out you play? Um, I honestly annoy people like that pretty much right off the bat. <laughs> like I said, when I find something I love, I get overly obsessed with it. So I talk hockey all day, all night. Um, and when they run into me, they look at me. They don't. They don't think that I know as much as I know and that I'll talk about it as much as I do. And then I just start spewing and I'm like, oh, my God, shut up. But <laughs> like, when he that she was at um, the the rink at, that we have at our, I mean, the bar that we have at our rink. And uh, a gentleman came up and, and I was sitting by myself and came over and talked. And I think he tried to use hockey as an icebreaker thinking that maybe I was just a fan. Right. That I was just there to maybe watch somebody play. And he I know Dave wants to get into this, so I'm going to let him. He's been he's just been watching this video over and over and over again. So. Uh, yeah, I'm, I, I'm pretty mesmerized, and I think I, we talked a little bit before we started recording. I think you know where we're going. but uh, So I'm looking at yeah. some of your pictures. Some of them are awesome. Like uh, it, They're pretty artistic. So it, for anybody who's listening, Bluebird 1401, take a look at some of these. They're really cool. The one with you on the ambulance, uh, you've got your yeah. feet and the stick and the ambulance. That's a pretty awesome shot. Um, but Thank I'm. You. I'm more mesmerized by the one that you posted a little bit before. Uh, kudos on the Coors Light. That's my drink of choice. That's how I rehydrate. Thank you, thank you. Now, it shows you drinking a Coors Light. You skate backwards a little bit. And then uh-huh. can you explain to me what you're doing? Yeah. So- <laughs> For the folks that aren't listening, I, I, want, I want this to Watch go on. This. I'm just looking right now as we speak. You have 2,598 views. I, I can't wait yeah. to see what those are after this airs. This will be great. Way around
And I, I'm noticing if I scroll up and down, left and right, there, there's a few more. You're doing this uh, again and I've again. Done it, I've done it a few times, which I, I feel like I should have learned my lesson the first time. Um, was was there I some did, type of apparently. wager involved in this, Jessica? There was. Okay. Yeah, so I All have right. really right. good friends in Canada. Uh, they have a page on Instagram as well, Puck Hawks. Uh, they're, they're this team up in Canada that I've become friends with, and they are Calgary fans, and, of course, I'm a Devils fan, and when they played each other, I had high expectations of my <laughs> team actually, you know, beating Calgary, and uh, they let me down once again. So the uh, the dare was, you know, whoever whoever's team loses has to do a ski a ski gun. And uh, as we can tell by the Devils' record, I should have known better. <laughs> <laughs> That's well, what I had to uh, endure after losing that bet. All right, that, that's pretty. I just had to clear that up because it's pretty epic what you're doing. But also, we're going to get a lot of questions on it, and it, I needed to hear it right right from you. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm still a little stunned. I, I had some exposure through this through Formula One. Daniel Ricciardo, when he finishes on the podium, does they call it a shoey in, in racing where he. Yeah, yeah. But I'm I'm thinking Daniel's probably in that zone where he's probably getting a new pair of boots every race. So I'm thinking you, <laughs> I, I'm thinking that that skate you're drinking out of might have some miles on it. <laughs> I will say, um, anatomically speaking, thankfully, I don't have roots. Um, <laughs> I had one pair of soccer cleats pretty much my entire adult career, and they never got dirty because my feet don't sweat. Well, that's, so that's that, good. That is the only reason why I've honestly agreed to drinking beer out of the gate. If my feet were normal and had sweaty reactions to exercise, there'd be no way. Oh no, that Coors Light, it might actually improve the taste a little. It just might. Yeah. It... Yeah, I've heard a lot of like You mean I'm not the first? Oh, oh man, I, I, I thought I had one there. Yeah, as much as I love Coors Light, it, it may actually improve the taste. Well, Jessica, before we go, I just want to hit one last thing for, for any uh, any woman that might be listening to this podcast. We kind of gear this towards towards newer players, kind of like ourselves. You know, people have been playing for mm-hmm. less than a year, or maybe you're kind of on the fence and, and have been invited out. What would you say uh, to, to any of the ladies out there listening that are kicking around, maybe giving this a shot? Uh, definitely do it. Lace up and get out on the ice. The best thing I've ever, the best thing I've ever done, honestly. I regret actually not starting earlier, but now that I'm in it, I'm going to go until I can't move anymore. Well, terrific. 100% well, a good idea. Well, Jessica, thank you so much. Uh, definitely would like to have you on again, maybe get some updates on your season here a little deeper into it. Uh, we we, uh, we always we, we love to have, like, a really cool gift bag for you, but but I got nothing, man. But as soon as I do, uh, we'll, we'll send it right out. <laughs> we're, we're kind of a low-budget operation, but but rest assured, once we get some pizza coupons or something, I'm firing one right <laughs> off of you. No worries. Perfect. Can't wait. All right. And, of course, Jessica, want to thank her for being on the show today. That is going yeah, to wrap things great. up. Was that, that's yeah, a good that was interview. pretty cool. That's a good story. Cool. I like to hear somebody, professional soccer, no idea. Yeah, it kind of came out of the blue. Yeah, that was great. It's good stuff. Wait, we want to, again, thank all of our sponsors. WinningSynthetics.com, your one-stop shop for Amsoil, TheHockeyArsenal.com. When you jump over there, use promo code MIDLIFE. MIDLIFE, all caps. All caps for that. 15% off. 15% yeah. off. You can't beat that. That is all we got for you this week. Dave, anything else? No, that's it. Have a good uh, good week, guys. See you next period. Thanks for listening. Kelly, take it away. You have been listening to the Midlife Hockey Crisis Podcast. We'll see you next period.